Welcome to Who Let Them Moms Out. My dog is getting worse. I mean, it's supposed to be getting better, but it's not getting. <laughs> not today. Not today. Welcome to the podcast where real parenting and real motherhood meets real talk because we believe there aren't enough real conversations having happening in the motherhood space, and we are here to disrupt that change that and open up the conversations for all things motherhood. Today, we are going to be talking about why motherhood is so lonely and what we can do to fix it. And this is a very important topic because this is how we connected. I think our friendship was built on this loneliness of like, why is it so lonely? Why does it have to be this way? Why don't we all do something to fix it? Everybody talks about finding a mom friend, but I think it needs to go beyond that. Yes, definitely. It definitely needs to be I think one of the things that we started with the connectors was because we were so real about it. Like we straight away we met and we straight away like ditched, like spilled all the <laughs> shit that was happening. And it was like, oh, okay, wait, wait. It's normal. I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay, fine. So finally it was like this weight to lift it off my shoulders. I was like, we're not crazy. That's okay. That's okay. My and favorite that's it. thing that's exactly it. <laughs> that's that's actually exactly it now that I I was just gonna say that my favorite thing about our relationship is that we always come to each other with something crazy that happened to us today with our kids and then the other person always makes sure to let us know that it's totally normal like today in the morning Paula was telling me how Flynn uh threw a fit because he wanted to eat the cookies not make the cookies and he just couldn't understand that we had to make the cookies first before eating them and then an hour later I proceeded to do my first 12 day of Christmas stocking things which I've been planning for like a month and my daughter loves reading and I was like oh my gosh this is great like I'm gonna get her a book for every day or an educational puzzle like you know something just like we could do together so every day before Christmas we'll open a book together and we'll read it it'll be so cute and this brat I gave her a book she she was so upset at first she was okay with it but then she remembered that last night before bed I told her she couldn't have chocolate oh because she went to throw her diaper away in the trash and she saw the wrappers for the chocolate and then she came back upset and crying and she didn't want the book she threw it on the floor because I didn't give her chocolate and I thought she was talking about hot chocolate which I had just made for her so it was just like this whole thing (laughs) and I'm pregnant and emotional I almost started crying about this too because I woke up at five to wrap her book I I mean I'm not pregnant and I almost cried I was like this is not happening right now (laughs) I saw you you for five seconds (laughs) It's just so nice having somebody that you can go to. And of course, like, I mean, there are days where like, I'm having a good day, you're having a bad one or the other way around. But I think, I think it's the the normalcy, right? Like the just normalizing all these things because they're just part of like real life and motherhood. And I think, I think the problem is that we live in a society where everything has to be a competition, right? So like, we were just talking about this actually before we recorded, we should have recorded that conversation. Um <laughs> About how, like, you know, if you're choosing, like, a natural pregnancy or a natural birth and you're choosing to do a hospital birth, automatically there's a competition about which one's better. Or if you're choosing to, let's say, do maternity photos and somebody's not, you know, there's a competition about how you're wasting money and wasting time or how you want for attention. Or there's always a negative connotation when it comes to things with other women. I don't think it's just motherhood, but it's especially painful during during the motherhood stages of life because this is so hard already. Like there are so many moments of every day that no matter who you are, how great you're doing in life, your kid is going to come and kick your butt 
And the worst part is that they don't yeah. even mean to. It's just the reality of what they're going through. And if you have nobody to lean on because you're always afraid of being judged and being just put down and what people are going to say about I cannot imagine what it must have been like being a mother in the 50s. Oh, no. Yeah. Back then, it was like you had to even, you know, motherhood was in your gene. You're a woman. You have to be a mother. And, you know, complaining Those kids better about be that. perfect. Yeah. And I think it comes from that too, you know, like it comes all the way back then. It's that, it's that idea that women were made for motherhood. So we can't complain about it because we are made for it. We had the children first of, first and foremost, we decided to have the children. So how dare choice. we, mm. how dare we complain about struggling? <laughs> um. So, so I think it comes from all of that. And now it, even if we when we talk about it I feel like there's still I don't know I feel like I still feel like I'm being a burden I still feel like I am crazy every time mm. you know you open your mouth I still feel like I'm like oh, nobody can relate nobody you know <laughs> nobody will ever either, relate back either so either you're crazy or you're the worst mom in the world or you're yeah, ungrateful yeah. You're ungrateful. Yes. So yeah. I actually had a lovely conversation yesterday with a potential birth photographer. And I want to share this because it was literally exactly how I would envision a conversation with another mother that I don't know would go like. And it was so rare that I literally just, I stared at my phone like, oh, so, <laughs> okay. So I've been, I've had a really difficult for my standards, right? Because just because you've had it worse by the standards of society does not, you know, it doesn't invalidate somebody else's pain, right? So I've been having this yeah. like really difficult pregnancy. I've I've just, I'm very tired. I have a toddler. There's a lot that I want to do that I cannot do. I was expecting to be, you know, because I, I did it once already. So I thought maybe I'd be like better at it. Or I don't know, more prepared. I don't know. I feel like this pregnancy just has kicked my ass, like straight up. And I'm in week 28 and I don't see the silver lining. I don't see the rainbows. I, don't, I've, I haven't felt beautiful except for like a few hours, maybe in a few of the weeks. Like I look at the photos and I just look like a broom that's been left outside to get wet and dry <laughs> like you know it's just like my first pregnancy I, I felt beautiful I felt like oh you know now I'm just bloated and swollen and I pee myself all the time and I'm always emotional like I cannot stand myself <laughs> it's horrible you know <laughs> so yeah, I've been complaining about it also for 28 weeks because it's been that bad right for me and I've been throwing myself a pity party about it and I'm just excited to have my birth and then I'm talking to this woman and she tells me how she's also pregnant she is due Two weeks after me, literally, but she still wants to be my birth photographer, even though my baby can come two weeks late, basically, in her due date. Um, wow. And she tells me how she's been trying to conceive for six years. She has, She's had a bunch of miscarriages. She had a baby that made it to 20-something weeks, and then she had a preemie birth, and the baby was still born. Like, all this awful, awful, awful trajectory of motherhood that I cannot imagine because, thankfully, I've never had to go through anything like that, right? And her awful off the bat sounds so much more awful than my awful right like I feel so ungrateful complaining about morning sickness when there's somebody that's losing yeah. babies right um and so I tell her that and I say oh my gosh like I'm so sorry that must uh, that must be so awful I'm so glad you're having a nice oh and then on this new pregnancy she's had to have like the needle to poke the baby to make sure everything's okay like through her like right just awful awful right and I'm sitting there going like, wow, like, thank you for sharing that. Like, I'm so sorry. That sounds so horrible, but I'm so glad you're having a good pregnancy. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's just the way it is. Like, it doesn't invalidate somebody else's like, you know, and we just went back and forth and it was just a regular conversation of just 
talking about our realities. Nobody was throwing a pity party. Nobody was like, oh my gosh, like mine is worse. Like it wasn't a competition. It was just a conversation, right? It was just sharing and, information. You know? Yes. And, you know, we bonded and I had other three other four photographers that I could interview and talk to, but this woman's vulnerability and rawness, right? was so special to me because I was like, this is the kind of person that I know is going to be able to photograph my birth. You know, that's what I want around me when I'm giving birth. A person who understands the kind of pain that we go through and who doesn't diminish somebody else's pain just because hers could have been bigger, right? And I feel like, you know, with the subject of motherhood, especially during pregnancy, it can be so lonely because so much out there, it's painting this picture that when you become pregnant, you become this goddess and beautiful connection and it's so amazing and oh my god and then if you're feeling anything less than that you feel like a piece of shit that was wrong with me i'm so ungrateful i'm not meant to be a mother I, look at me i'm already not connecting with a baby look at me complaining my body's not meant for this i'm vomiting every day you know you you go into this mindset because you're already full of hormones and emotions and everybody's talking about how beautiful it is but then if you go on the other spectrum and share that it's difficult and that it's bad and that it's you know, the reality of it, then you have people coming at you telling you to stop telling people that these things are hard and scaring people off from the reality of pregnancy. And that is what I have found very challenging this time around, because every time I open my mouth about the challenges everyone, that I'm yeah. facing, everyone comes at me about how it's natural, how I'm not doing something right. Like you're not doing meditation. You're not, you, you need to relax. Uh, have you tried trying yoga? to fix you? Have right. you tried, you know, and it's like, I, yeah, yes, I have, I, I literally wake up at five and I do my meditations and I've done yoga and I breathe and I have a wonderful partner that's super supportive and I have a privileged lifestyle. I don't have to leave my house to go to work and I rest and I'm eating protein every 15 minutes. I'm stuffing my face with meat so I don't vomit. <laughs> what else do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. But like I was going to do on the other side. I actually just, I follow this mom that she shares a lot of her daily vlogs with her 11-month-old baby girl. And she just says she loves motherhood and she loves being a mom and she loves her little life that she has right now. And she shares about that a lot and how she enjoys it. She also shares about how some things are difficult. It's not like all just perfect, but she shares about actually enjoying motherhood. And people also go to her and get like, she literally has oh, a, yeah. a reel that's gone viral that people are going to be like, oh, uh, you you're setting high expectations for other people this is not just like da, la 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 it's like but why can't she just enjoy it like right. why does it have to be expectations for someone else or like I don't get yeah. it like how you like you can't be one way or the other it just has to be right. um, a, a, think, a constant fight I think it comes from like this belief that things are well first of all that that, that, that these things are linear right so because we're not used to having conversations around our emotions and mm. our lives and the, the duality of life right of things like it is completely possible to be going through a difficult time and still be happy about some things in your life like yeah. I love being a mother I never thought in my life I always thought I was too selfish too self-absorbed yeah. like uh, no patience or whatever and I am the sweetest human I have ever been like I'm, I'm not a sweet person by nature but with my daughter, I find sweetness and patience that I did not know was possible. I adore being a mother, but I am not a fan 
of pregnancy, I have just come to terms with it. I haven't had a traumatic pregnancy like other people have. You know, it's been relatively easy. And I'm, again, super privileged. Like, I'm not working in the fields while carrying a, you know, 20-pound baby. You know, I've nothing crazy like that. But it's just been difficult for me. And why can I say I don't enjoy pregnancy, but I do enjoy motherhood? Because I do. I love being a mom. It's challenging as hell. My God. I mean, you know. Um, yeah. But I love it. But pregnancy, yeah. uh, uh, you know, like... Uh, I don't know like you don't have the baby you're just feeling awful in your body nothing makes sense you're crying all the time <laughs> like you're peeing yourself all the time <laughs> like, you have harbor like yeah. you know like what's yeah the it's life? not the best experience at least for me to me it wasn't the best experience either but it was right. a long time ago when they do say that you forget you do do forget until it happens again <laughs> yes yes and that's another thing that's so crazy that I think that I wish we talked more about because you know it's not that it's so awful that you wouldn't do it again. It's that yeah. it's, for me, it hasn't been this beautiful rainbow, oh, I'm glowing, like, oh, I'm pre you know, no. But it's also, I, there are moments that are beautiful. I love, I absolutely, I think I'm pregnant. Like, if I had to redo this pregnancy again, like, I, I don't want to say if I, if I were to get pregnant again, because I don't want to be pregnant again. But if I were to redo this pregnancy, I would definitely do it again just to see my daughter bond with a baby. Like to me, that's yeah. been so sweet and so special. For example, I also, when I'm pregnant, I get like a sixth sense connection to the baby. And sometimes I have like really vivid dreams or like downloads, like information that comes that I know it's not mine, that I think is a connection with the baby. And to me, that's so special because I, I don't normally feel this in my everyday life unless I'm pregnant. And I felt it in my first pregnancy and I'm feeling it again. So like, that's beautiful, I think. And I also love that when I'm pregnant, at least the previous time after birth, like it gives me this self-love and confidence because I feel like I go through so much in my body that when I'm on the other side of that, I am much more likely to be appreciative of what my body can do versus my regular me who's just complaining mm -hmm. about extra rolls or extra cellulite or extra whatever, you know? Like I feel like pregnancy yeah. just makes you be more like, be more appreciative of the actual truth about your body, you know? Um, so there are definitely yeah. benefits, you know, there are definitely beautiful things. It's just for me, definitely. it just hasn't but, been. Yeah, it just doesn't have to. Yeah, I don't. I, I think, yeah, we always just. I don't know, like we always also, I think also our expectations of it uh, also play a very big part because we sort of, I think when I looked at other people's pregnancies, you know, I was like, oh, I want that. And I, I want to pick that one and this one, mm -hmm, and this, you mm -hmm. know, you can, and you think you can do all of these things and you think things, uh, I don't know if things can go a certain way, especially if you already had a pregnancy before, like it went well the first time and went this way. Like I definitely can mm -hmm. recreate this, but like, it's never the case. Like life is just so unpredictable and yeah, it's just expecting the unexpected these days. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> um, like, how we just got to motivation oh yeah loneliness <laughs> loneliness but, yeah, you know, lonely but it, sucks because it sucks because it starts with it starts with pregnancy right um with this whole comparison game and expectations and this like you know uh, fake ideals of what it should and shouldn't be and then it goes on to postpartum and that gets even lonelier because you know, if anybody is like, if you know anybody who's postpartum or if you have been postpartum yourself, you know that those first four months, 
it doesn't matter what you're going through and what anybody else is going through that you can relate to. You don't have time for that. Like, especially if, you, if it's a second, I don't have a I'm working on my second kid right now, but I hear from other moms that it's like, you don't, you, you can't even grasp life. Like nothing matters. Like you're just like trying to, you know, it's like a, like a, like a juggling game. You're constantly just trying to catch yeah. up with all the things, you know? And I'm a little bit afraid every single day. <laughs> exactly. I'm a little bit afraid because, um, I already feel like I'm constantly catching up with myself and life. <laughs> I don't know how much works I can get. You just uh, added yourself to the challenge, girl. It's like, mm, let me see what I can do. I mean, you know, the, the, the good bo- thing is all like... were flowing well. That was it. It was like, <laughs> oh, these balls are flowing well right here, right now. And then you're like, okay, I need to add another one. <laughs> let me go. Let me go. <laughs> you know, you remind me of, you know, in the in the office uh, when Will. Yes, Fer- that's exactly what I was yeah. doing. <laughs> What's it there, Will Ferrell? <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going for. Okay, so um, if you are a mom in pregnancy or the beginning stages of motherhood or any stages of motherhood and you need a word of encouragement, I'm going to share something that a really good friend of mine shared with me when I was recently postpartum and that really helped me out a lot. So she, um, and I use that analogy in many things in life because it's been groundbreaking for me actually since then. Um, she uses the analogy of the glass balls. And so when you're a brand new mom, right? Or going through any chapter in life, this works for anything, but it works especially well for when you're a brand new mom. Um, you know, you're juggling balls in life. And some balls are cotton balls. Some balls are plastic. Some balls are metal, but some balls are glass balls. And you have to choose the glass balls over anything else because the glass balls when they fall they will break and so when you're feeling lonely when you're feeling like you can't do anymore when you feel like this is impossible you know the whole analogy of one step at a time goes with the balls choose the glass balls in this case the glass balls is your brand new baby your well-being your mental health the postpartum body yeah you know choose the important things and everything else will slowly fall into place and i remember when i was postpartum and i felt very very lonely we we had just traveled to a new country i knew nobody like we had just moved to mexico and you know whatever um but i remember that this helped me out a lot because it placed the focus on my baby and that is all i constant like everything else stopped like my business took the back seat my husband took the back seat. My house took the back seat. The cleaning, the laundry, everything. The working out that I was supposed to do to bounce back after birth, everything took the back seat because I had a very important glass ball that I had to concentrate on. And once I concentrated on that ball, it really put things into perspective for me, and it helped me feel less lonely because it helped me feel less guilt about where my priorities needed to be in that moment. And then eventually, I found my path. So if this is you as well, just remember that. The more we have these conversations and the more we open up and come to one another and normalize all of this, the easier it will get in the future for everyone. Because even if your glass ball looks different than mine, it's still your priority. And that's really what matters. And I think the more we talk about the importance of like being able to make these choices without the judgment, right? Like if you're a mom that let's say has to go back to work because you're afraid you're going to lose your job you know, at two months postpartum, like many people that my life that I've met, like that, that does not make you a bad mom. You know, if you're a yeah. mom that has to make pasta three times a week because you're exhausted and you can't make food, that doesn't make you a bad mom. Because at the end of the day, you are holding up your glass bowl, which is your baby. The rest of it, the cooking, the cleaning, the jobs, everything else, however, that has to be done right now is just temporary. There will be seasons in life where you can sit there and do a gourmet meal, you know, but 
maybe right now you can barely stand up because you're postpartum and you're having issues. You know what I mean? And the focus should not be on the things that you're not able to do or the comparisons you're not able to meet or the standards you're not able to follow through because you've seen online and it doesn't look the same. The focus should be on that very important glass ball that you have in front of you, which is your baby, your motherhood, your body, your postpartum, whatever it is for you, right? Because it's different for all of us. You know, some of us have better support systems. Some of us have family there that can make food for you, take care of the baby, you know, whatever. Some of us have better health care, whatever it is, right? So just know that you're not alone and you're doing okay and it's all good. <laughs> and eventually it's totally all fine. It's all natural. <laughs> so follow and, the place. Especially, especially what you just said, it's all normal and natural. Even if nobody's talking about it online, I promise you, somebody's going through it. <laughs> well, that reminds me, if you have any shit stories that you guys want to share, share with us. I will follow up with the link. Oh, no. Never mind. We'll carry on. Not a link. No. Come and follow us online on Instagram at who let the moms out that pod and share your crazy shit mom stories, your fears, your loneliness, or anything else you want to share motherhood wise and we'll do an episode where we share all of these and then we can all laugh and cry together <laughs> all right we will see you next week thanks for listening bye